Welcome again to another episode of Leading from Alignment. Put down that spatula, quit scrambling those eggs, pull to the side of the road, get your staff's attention. It is time to talk to John Opaluski. Good morning, John. Oh, boy, what an introduction, Jim. <laughs> Good morning to you as well. Uh, so excited to be with you uh, today on Pod 128. Uh, in the, and the title of the pod is A Playbook That Moves Your Organization Toward Its Vision. Yeah. Uh, long title. Uh, but in, in, the, in the previous uh, episode, 127, Jim, we explored why churches and even businesses uh, need to start casting vision again. You know, we, we stated that vision is about destination. Uh, we talked about why it matters. You know, without, without vision, I think people scatter. Um, vi- vision gives your organization. It's like organizational glue, I think, in a way. You know, it, it creates energy and momentum, and it helps you as a leader make better decisions. Um, and so creating and casting a compelling vision, super important. But without, uh, you know, a compelling vision without an easy to follow playbook, I think can create frustration. Yes. And so today, what I'd like us to do and and kind of wrap about together, Jim, is is a simple approach to creating a winning playbook for the organization you lead. Yeah. So my my pastor in Arizona, when I got discipled in the 80s, he would say that inspiration without some clear application brings clear frustration. Yeah. You have your choice. Inspiration, you, 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 you will either apply it through systems and let's say we're going to play football. You're on offense. Well, what does that mean? We need, we need plays to run. Right. We need to understand who has what job. Right on. So tell us a little bit more about that. I know that, that Converge uh, talks about, uh, you know, formations, like a football analogy. Right. So tell us a little bit about Converge and, and maybe as a good example, how do, you, how do we run plays to help others understand them? Yeah, and, and I would just say this, that uh, before I, I jump into that, that every church and business has a playbook, but not every church or business knows what that playbook is. <laughs> They're all running plays, right? But they may not be coherent. Uh, they may not be uh, strategic. They may not move the ball down the field. So for uh, Converge Coaching, you know, our, our, we look at a playbook at two levels, okay. formations and plays. And if you're a football guy, you understand that, you know, that, that there are formations and that there are several plays you can run out of every formation. Uh, One of the reasons I love football is just love the strategy of it. So we have three formations at Converge Coaching. I'll try to do this as simply as I can. Formation one is one-to-one, one-on-one with leaders. And the plays we run out of that first formation are mentoring and coaching. Very simple. Formation two is one or more to a small group. And I say one or more because sometimes m- multiple members of our team are working together to uh, provide training or consulting uh, pastor peer huddles to a small group of people. So that's the second formation. And I already gave you the, the place we run huddles, training, consulting. And then formation three is one or more of us to a large group. And that's where our podcasting, this podcast is a play that we run, blogging and book writing. Those are other plays that we run on the formation. So it's a very simple playbook, easy to follow, easy to understand. But let me say this, is that our playbook isn't etched in stone. You know, it's going to morph. It has morphed. 
yeah. over time as our organization has grown and moved toward this incredible vision that God has given us to influence 25,000 leaders by the end of 2025. Yeah. Um, and, and so the playbook isn't etched in stone. It, it, it can move, it can, and over what's actually happened for us, Jim, is when we started, we were running 20 plays. Right. <laughs> right. Now we're running eight. Right. We're running eight plays. And, and, but, but if you want to harness, and I, I want to make sure we get this. If you want to harness the energy that vision creates, you got to have a playbook. Right. You know, it, identify what it is, throw it out if it stinks and right. devise a new one. Or maybe you've got a decent playbook and it just needs some tweaking. Jim, give right. me some thoughts on that. And then after you do that, I'd like you to tell us about the playbook that Freedom Center, the church that you pastor, uh, utilizes. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think back to that opening statement about, you know, from Pastor Barnett, that a great speaker will inspire people. They, and now they want to get engaged. They want to get involved. They want to, you know, do more than just put a check in an offering. They, they want to show up with their family and deliver the food. They want to mm-hmm. you know, be mentored, discipled in, in various ministries. So I, I think the greatest of pulpit ministry without this step causes the greatest of frustration to those in the congregation. Mm. So one of the things that a leader has to do is build bridges from inspiration to application. Yeah. They have yeah. to, if they don't build that bridge, you know, we're going to go reach the homeless. We're going to do this. Well, then there should be a sign up in the foyer way that people have to pass by that, that have leaders over that sign up that are there with a t-shirt on that says, talk, you know, ask me the question or sign up here an iPad where they can press in their info real quick or whatever it is, because they, if they're inspired, now they want to get moving. So you say, we're yes. going to reach the lost. And then there's no means to reach the lost besides coming to church next week. I, I, we're teaching people not to listen to what we say because we don't really mean our words. Mm. Right. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the subconscious thing. So we have three um, formations that we run at Freedom Center. And that is, we call it our GPS, just like a global positioning system. And that's love God. God is the G and that love people. The P, obviously, and love to serve. So love God, love people, love to serve. You come to Freedom Center on any given Sunday morning and say, guys, what's our GPS? I'll say love, and the whole room will say, God, love people, love to, and they'll say, sir, we know that. That's, that is something that everybody after the first week would, would have heard multiple times. Yeah. So what, yeah. that, what that does for us is the love God environment is the large meeting. It's the meeting in the temple courts. It's the meeting in the you know, the main auditorium, it's the, the youth ministry on Thursday night. It's, it's the largest and, and by the way, most excellent environment that we could provide. It's not, it's not everything that's needed. It's just, but it's the best we can, right? So from the love God environment, we have our groups, our smaller groups, love people. I can know everything there is to know about all the Greek and Hebrew words for love. But until I'm in a group of people that hurt me, offend me, uh, you know, uh, rub me the wrong way. I know nothing about love. Mm. So we go to our, our people environment where we, you can get smart in a big room, but you can't get wise, mm. right? You, you can get, you can get healed at a tent crusade, but you can't get whole at a tent crusade that mm. requires the iron sharpening iron. So loving God, big group, loving people, small group, and loving to serve. As you know, we, we want to know right away, not just what did God save them from, but what did God save you for? That's right. Put them in those small groups where they can, they can be prepared. And then instead of re- recruiting them to serve in our nursery because we need five more mammals or we can't take any more kids, you know, 
you know, do you love kids? Do you love youth? Do you love business people? Mm-hmm. Do you love the greed at the door? So when we find out who they are, then we release them into a serving environment. So those would be the three formations, the love God, large group, love people, small group, love to serve, actively engaged in serving others with the gifts that we've identified mm-hmm. and helped you to, uh, to release. Mm, that's so beautiful. And it's so good. It's so clear. Um, you know, I, I, I always try to put myself when we do these uh, episodes, Jim, I try to put myself in the seat of a person who's listening or watching. Right. Sure. Yeah. And, and anticipate what they, how they might be reacting to this, what yeah. we're talking about here. And, and you might be watching or listening today and wondering, why does this matter? Why does a playbook matter? Well, let me remind you, you, you already have one, whether you've identified it or not, but like the Detroit Pistons, it may not be working for you. (laughs) Uh, And you may need a fresh set of eyes on your organization when it comes to developing a winning playbook. Jim, one of our clients, just a wonderful young pastor uh, here in Michigan, uh, we were uh, we were doing some consulting work with them, and we were uh, spending quite a bit of time on their playbook. And and so we asked, I, I asked them, I want you to list for me every program, everything that's happening. And this was a relatively smaller church, and Jim, I think it was a page and a half long, typed. Wow, wow. And I I looked at the pastor and I said, How are you surviving? How, I mean, I don't know how you're, you're making it. And uh, by the time we were done, they had three, four, I love that. I was so pumped up, man. They had three <laughs> formations yeah. and they were running like two or three plays out of each of those. They were down from 50 things yeah. to about seven. Right. They had a road. See this, this, this is a roadmap, right? This, this, playbook is a roadmap and now for them they have a clear they have a clear line to follow it's all about execution for them now yeah and and so you you need you may need a fresh set of eyes on your organization when it when it comes to the playbook and we can help you do that if you if you want our help we can help you identify that develop it deploy it Listen, because we want you to have less wasted motion Yes, as you lead. Um, th- there's only a finite amount of energy that you have, a finite amount of time that you have. I've noticed watching football games that as the game gets near the end, that all of the players are tired. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they, they can't play forever. Uh, and so the motion that is wasted, the energy that is wasted when we're flailing somewhat with this idea of a playbook. Um, I, I think it's not good. I want to say this the right way, Jim. I don't think it's good stewardship. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good energy management. And so the reason we brought this to you today is we want you to win. We want you to succeed. We want you to move the ball down the field toward that beautiful vision that God has given you. And the playbook, having a great playbook, is one of the most important pieces of that, that whole operation, that whole effort. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd remind the people that are listening, if they're pastors especially, when that, when that service goes really well, 
and what you saw in your imagination and then your prayers and then your faith was going to happen did. Then you go home and you're exhausted, but you're so satisfied. Like a, like a hammer that just spent a day driving nails. I was mm-hmm. born from this. It worked. But we get that same joy from, from right. the position of helping people discover where the nails are so they can hit them. There's as much joy in, in coaching as there is in playing because absolutely there, there, it's just to watch other people win is is the, the payday, if you will. Of That's right. It really yeah. is. So I, and people say, well, you know, like you always give a half hour at the end of every show or just about every show. We say, how do we get a hold of you? And you say convergecoach.com and you click on the, it's like right there when you, you know, mm-hmm. I want to spend some time that half hour. I, that half hour is not exhausting when it goes, when people are honest and they talk about it and we get to give input. That's, that's an exhilarating half hour, not an exhausting half that's hour. That's right. It's very satisfying. We just spent 90 minutes with the staff the other day and walked in and, and I, it was an hour and a half drive to get there, hour and a half drive back, an hour and a half with the staff. I came home. My wife said, you, you thought you took a nap for the last five hours. I said, well, I, I've been working for the last five hours, but it's been such a joy getting ready for it and then engaging with them. And it's yeah. so please understand our listeners, our watchers. This is what Converge. This is not just what we do. This is what we love to do. This is That's what right. John loves to do. This is what our team loves to do. So we can be a part of this. Um, helping you define these things. And you might, you might've heard the GPS and said, Oh, that's, I'll, I'll incorporate that. Well, you, you heard letters and words, but you don't know how to implement it yet. That's something right. that we can help with. You talked about your, the one-on-one and the groups and the, that's, that's something that, that you've heard the words, but those, the simple, the simplicity of those words took years to develop. That's true. Around them. So we would love to be a part of that process with you. And, sure. uh, and if you're needing it, then click on the link and let's let's start the conversation. John, anything else in conclusion here today? No, just want to tell all of you, let all of you know, I hope you know all of you that are listening, watching that we love you. And we do this because we respect what you do for a living. We realize the difficulty of it. There's there's tremendous joy in, in leadership. And I don't I don't ever want us to forget that, that it's an honor and it's a privilege to lead. But there is a weight, there is a, there is a stress that comes with leadership. And, and we want to just journey alongside of you to help you with that. And, and so we hope that you hear that from our hearts today. And that that's always the theme or the message that you hear from us, that we're here for you and that we care about you. Right on. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Yeah, so, well, with that in mind, God bless you, our listeners, our watchers. Uh, we're always a click away, phone call away, text message away, but we're here because God's put us here for the reason of being uh, an honored part of your process. So if we can help in any way, let us know. In the meantime, know that we pray for you. Know that we think about you often, if not always. Uh, I know John's reading the book, Atomic Habits. And from that, he's writing notes for his own life and notes and notes for your life. The same thing. Every time I read a book, I'll be reading scripture, praying a prayer, and, and God will remind me of, of you. And so we, um, yeah, that's our role. We love you. We're here for you. And we are cheering for you as you continue to lead from a life.